I was just kind of out of my mind. You're hardcore, dude. It was a weird scene. I'm just going to start saying like weird, random things like, you know, James peeing on my bushes. Have you guys ever been divorced? Because after you get divorced, every night is emo night. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Everybody Loves Tom. Uh, we are now in full swing in the season. You know, we uh, we got episode two. I'm actually kind of in it this time. Uh, which I guess is exciting. Yeah, you made it. nerve at the same time. <laughs> if you guys are wondering why I have my eye makeup on for when I'm performing, it's because we just got done doing a photo shoot with the band. Shout out to John Primosh. He's an awesome photographer. He's shot the, the whole greats. band. A lot of cool, fun things. So we'll be using that on our tour. But um, speaking of which, tomorrow we actually have a show at the Majestic um, in Ventura County. And... Uh, then we have one in San Diego at mm -hmm. the Music Box on Saturday, um, and I'm really excited. Our last two shows in um, in Sacramento and Roseville went so well. Like, yeah, like it was awesome. Back to back, we uh, yeah, I think we sold out on Saturday, right? Yeah, and came very close on Friday. Yeah, and that was our third time back in Roseville outside of Sacramento. Such a great what a crowd! Town. Like, yeah, what a great crowd for real. We love it there. Yeah, it was awesome. Feels feels good to be back. Yeah, oh my gosh. Feels like home. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, what did you guys <laughs> think of the uh, episode? I don't know if that's speaking of which. I think it was a uh, an episode. It was an episode. No, no, no. I actually thought it was really nice because, you know, just coming down, uh, the show has reached, like, um, you know, into a different stratosphere. It's been you know, hyper-sensational and just wild headlines around the world. But it, I feel like it was a nice transitional episode with a lot of heart mm -hmm. and um, very pleasant. Yeah. I found myself uh, feeling, um, I don't know. I just sat back and I watched it and I laughed a lot. There was some funny parts. Yeah. It was soothing. Which you'll have you ever heard me say that about a Vanderbilt? You episode? think it was soothing? I felt like I mean, dude, that's like probably one of the heaviest conversations we've ever had, me and you. I know. Well, we gotta <laughs> talk about that. Um, yeah, I had a ton of pent up frustration and resentment regarding the business. Was and that I, the first time you guys saw each other after you came back from your trip? Yeah. Um, we had chatted. Yeah. It's we like, hadn't seen each other that much we throughout were, this whole situation. We were on a break. Yeah. We were on a break. We were on a break. And like, yeah, I, I felt, felt like, like it. I would see Schwartz. I've ran, I ran into him a couple times while we were out. And it was like, whoa. Where? Hey. Where? You know, uh, you, you at felt the Bayou or like whoa. one time. And I think I told you this, like, because, you know, I never stopped loving you. But it's like, I felt <laughs> like you were a phantom or an apparition. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you became like this uh, infamous larger than life character and I, I we sort of fell out of communication but uh you know a lot of my frustration stemmed from the business yeah of course all of it let's yeah. be honest because we worked things out personally very early on and backlash but it's just that you know i was felt like uh, i was left to just kind of deal with the aftermath and you know at the, at, at the bar oh, i was sucked it sucked, man. <coughs> it got ugly. It, it was. Got, it was. I saw, I saw a dark side of the internet and a dark side of humanity. It was that frustrating. I never it, before it was frustrating to, you know, uh, 
have I felt like it was very short sighted for my business partners to not want me to come back in because when I went to let's keep it positive. When I went into TomTom, it was always (laughs) very very positive. Like people would like, you know, because of the had blown up so much whether they liked me or not like people were like freaking out like i was like this like more than normal this last tuesday was absolutely packed um and a lot of fun and so i'm really excited for yeah. next week's um, um it's, it's it's kind of becoming a thing yeah i was reluctant um because well it's hard for me to watch the episodes it's hard it's really hard for me to watch the episodes especially with other people around <laughs> it's um and by the way, it's a good thing if you if you're watching the episodes and you're cringing at some of your behavior. I'm not saying you, no, but I everyone know. on the show. I think it's a good, healthy thing. I Although definitely def- cringe at my behavior. I do too. And like just looking back for the past ten years, if you're not cringing a little bit, you're doing something wrong, or you're not fully committed to the show. Yeah, that's uh, true. But I think it's easy for and fun for the audience though to come to short and sandy's and watch it with you guys yeah because i think what they like to do is watch it at short and sandy's and then look to you guys and see your reactions <laughs> then go back and watch it on the tv and then watch you guys and watch it's so my it's my impression uh, of me watching <laughs> Vanderpump rules at Schwartz and sandy's <laughs> this is me last night <laughs> yeah. i'm checking the weather app like crazy yeah. <laughs> that rain's coming down real hard yeah. <laughs> Torrential downpours. Yeah. We got to evacuate. Let's, let's, let's get out of here. Yeah. By the way, <laughs> I mean, we don't have to get into that right now, but like just for people, for the uninitiated, people who don't live in Los Angeles, when it rains, this is, I think, what's referred to as an atmospheric river. Yeah. Um, yes. You're right. And they are uh, a rare phenomenon, but when it happens, it's serious. Like It's pretty serious. My backyard is flooded. Yeah. The water like doesn't go anywhere. It stays. Yeah. Huh? It just, the water doesn't drain. That's the problem yeah, here. Yeah, it stays. It when just it, stays especially here. Especially when it gets to a certain point. Oh, sure. yeah. It, and that's the problem. People, like, our, you know, our parking spots are narrow here. Our lanes in the highway are narrow as hell. Like, I go back home and I, just, like, see highway lanes. I'm like, wow, these are so wide. You know, our and people, like, fly on the highways here because everybody's in a rush. And there are some bad accidents when it rains. And, I, and, and you know, L.A., I think... It's unfounded, but it has a reputation of being flaky in general or having yeah. flaky characters. <laughs> I think it's just that people overextend themselves in this town yeah. and they're looking for any excuse to stay in, in the hermitage, just mm-hmm. indulge in a little huga, which was the word <laughs> of the day the other day. That's H-Y-G-G-E. What's that? It's a Danish concept, which is oh. like indulging in like culture, coziness, warm fireplace. Oh, I like that. Jogging pants, Huka? takeout. Huck. It's it looks like it'd be it looks like it'd be pronounced Higgy, but it's Hugo. 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 It sounds yeah. like something you get Huka. at IKEA. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I'm sure they've embraced that term. Yeah. Anyways, do you want your Hugo in uh, like bleach bleachwood or, or yeah warm warm rosewood? I have mine in navy blue. <laughs> okay. You're gonna Google it. You're gonna love it. Make it a part of your life. Jason, um, did you take some notes about the episode? Yes. Well, Wait, yeah. I, we move on. Yeah. No, please. Hey. Yeah. Rain in L.A. Rain in L.A. <laughs> no, I feel like we just brushed over that. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. People, I was on Overheard L.A. earlier. Uh, this is one of my, this, this is so, by the way, this speaks volumes about just like the culture here. Not to, you know, make blanket statements because L.A. is so much more than like the sort of pop culture uh, cliche that you might think of it. But yeah, this rain is nuts, man. 
There are thousands of dates being canceled right now due to this weather. <laughs> and that is so true. Yeah. How many meetings, appointments, uh, rendezvous, birthdays? We had been- a we had an event that was uh, canceled this 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 week is yeah well. rooftop rooftop you come to la for the rooftop bar experience and a little bit of rain a little bit of rain a little bit of atmospheric river rivers yeah yeah, yeah. sky and, rivers and then that's it yeah sky. rivers in heaven wait sky, you just rebranded them and they sound kind of badass sky rivers but they can't be life-threatening so yeah you know um that's like calling a tornado a, a, a sky whirlwind yeah, <laughs> sky oh, funnel. Dude, my brain's not working. Oh, abort sky podcast. <laughs> abort this podcast. <laughs> Speaking of aborting podcast, uh, after listening to the two and a half hours of the Nick Vile podcast, I, I didn't. I actually didn't listen to all of it, but I caught some things, and I had uh, my cousin Josh and other people watch it. Um, man, still it for you. I uh, that's your best performance. Dude, I mean, I was, I was up all night, you know, my friend Ali who passed away, like it's been, you know, at times like, you know, initially like maybe compartmentalized or like because other things have happened, but recently it's like really, really been hitting me. And that night was like the, the night before that podcast was like the first time it really fucking hit me. And I was literally up all night just like sobbing. Yeah. I mean, I wrote like this long thing in my notes, um, it like really, really hit me. And uh, I was just kind of out of my mind. And yeah. because of that, and emotionally, mentally, like just f- fucking sideways. And, you know, I feel, you know, before I got there, like I know I was late. I was, you know, a wreck. Um, you know, I saw that Nick was like calling me a loser and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, I, I can't personally imagine having somebody on our podcast and like calling them, referring to them a loser or talking down about them or whatever. I mean, I, I get, you know, his audience. I just I would never stoop to that level. Um, you know, I just felt like he uh, it didn't seem like a very welcoming, warm place. I don't think I think he yeah. just wanted to be on time. He runs a tight ship. But hey, listen, it's not that big of a deal. It's one no. episode. You're falling apart. Yeah. And, uh, but honestly, you never know when, 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 you know, grievance is going to strike. Right. Yeah. There's just, there's like, there's nights where I'm chilling at home, uh, seemingly pretty happy, upbeat, innocuous. Whatever. I, have a little, I literally I'll almost have a flashback to like, I don't know, my dad in the hospital with like yeah. a catheter and like a, a vegetable and I'll just like have a breakdown. I don't know, it'll just come out of the blue. Yeah. You know? Um, it just hits you. It was hard because I was grilling you. I was pissed at you after that little episode. But once you explained it, I felt bad. I felt like, oh, my God. Like we almost exploited you or something. Oh, it's, I mean, dude, you, you but, were like, but, yeah. you were trying to like save me. You know what I mean? Like, Pumptini. You know, Pumptinis. In honor <laughs> of pump closing. No, but oh, no. Let's have a, by the way, Nick, Natalie. Yes. Just con- congratulations. Brought a baby into this world. Yes. Baby River Rose, I, I think River Rose is her name. River Rose. Yeah, this is. By the way, there's no alcohol in here. Yeah, it's a, it's a pump teeny dupe. That's <laughs> in here, Tom. It's uh, some cranberry, a little bit of lime, What's some water. 
All right, this is a prop pump. What's in a real pump teeny? I think a real pump teeny, from what I remember, is muddled raspberries with uh, lime, lime or lemon juice, Saint Germain, and vodka. That's right, I think. Yeah, sounds good. My favorite, my favorite. But we're gonna get, we're gonna reminisce a little bit about pump. Ten yeah. years, and your uh, first time bartending in a real bar. <laughs> not ever for <laughs> for a second in L.A. Yeah, in L. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, um, in L.A. Yeah, you knew how to close. You knew how to like start tabs and close them and do all that shit. Well, not on restaurant manager. Mm-hmm. <laughs> restaurant manager is. So the program old. it's like so outdated oh my god that's so funny i've seen newer technology i saw newer technology in tgi fridays like Jeez. when i worked there back when i was 16 but when you know it you know it it becomes a safe yeah place. yeah 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 what was your favorite drink at pump i would say the pump and glory hands Dude. down you got it pulled up the pump and glory what's in that cucumber lime uh um saint germain mint mint gin Correct, and, and 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 topped with a little fresh ground pepper. Yep. Wow, that sounds and the great. Fresh cracked pepper, it's more aromatic. Yeah, honestly, it makes a huge difference. It does. It really makes a big. And by the way, it's on our brunch menu at TomTom now. It is. No way. Yeah. Yes. Resurrected. There is. Classic. There is the spirit of pump that lives on at TomTom. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking. And by the way, I mean during the episode, like they did a little montage, and I teared up a little, man. I was like, I forgot that I had proposition. Why does that sound like it has a negative or a creepy <laughs> context? That I had asked, me and Katie had asked Lisa to uh, um, officiate our wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I mean, I was, I was just, I was replaying some, some iconic moments for me. You know, when people are like, what are like, when they ask me, what are like some cool experiences or run-ins you've had with celebrities where you were starstruck or like for me, I think my favorite moment ever was after I proposed to Katie, you know, I, I was on a high, a natural high, and you know, Lisa it was had, awesome. It was one of the coolest proposals ever, dude. It was so, and, and I was, I was just, man, I was on cloud nine, and that night, um, like a few days later, Lady Gaga was at Pump. Um, her and Lisa have a great uh, friendship, and she was in there, and she knew my name, and she wow. pulled me aside, and she's like, Schwartz, let she's me been see to the Tom ring. Tom too. Yes. Yeah, she, but she's like at, at pump. She's like Schwartz. Let me see the ring, and Katie was there, and I brought Katie over, and she's like, "Oh my god, it's gorgeous." She's like, "Wow." Yeah, and she said you crushed it. <laughs> oh my god, it's like it, what's what's that old? Um, she was talking about the ring on a string. You crushed it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> underrated. Uh, it's an amazing string. Yeah, what's underrated. That, what's that old proverb? Like the fish is bigger that got away. It's like as time goes on, that moment becomes more and more iconic. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I think I'm starting to maybe embellish a little bit as time goes on. It happens. She's like, she looked at the ring and she's like, you know what? We should hang out on a regular basis. She I've did. Been working on a song that I think you'd be perfect for. <laughs> <laughs> as this no, <laughs> no, that's how the story goes. Yeah, it's, it's you know, that's I'm, just how it happened. As, that's just as you get happened. older, you tend to embellish things in life. I've noticed Al Bundy style. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, but uh, I, you know, uh, Pump is where I first met Kyle Chan. Me too. Really? Yeah. That's yes. where I first met Kyle Chan. Yeah. When what was that? Just it serendipity. Was a, yeah. It was actually at a, it was actually at a party at Pump that I was trade passing at. I, I believe, right? Trade I had the pink. Yes. I had the pink shirt on. So this was bef- not. This was. Before the show, no, no, because no. it was, it was, it was a season or two in. But you were, no, you it was were like season, like, like 
Two or three in, yeah. yeah. Two and you were tra- you were tray passing three, already maybe. during that time still? I thought well, you were just bartending. No, like Lisa asked asked us to like tray pass some champagne in an event. And I was oh. like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, I'll do it. Course. Oh wow, anything yeah. for LVP. Yeah, that's so funny. But um, we course had- course tray passing champagne. Somebody always fucking yeah. always always screws up a tray because what happens mm-hmm. is here the trick is when you're tray passing, and I tray passed for many many years. Uh, I used to do the trunk shows. I used to run up like three flights of stairs at the Chanel store. Or shirt on, floors. shirt off. No. Uh, <laughs> no. I shirt off was only when, when I wore a leather mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm just kidding. Yes. I'm kidding. Tassels. I hate when they make you wear the tassels. Shut up. They pinch. Um, so, <laughs> so, if, so if you don't know, you know, if you don't know, you know, there's um, when one glass falls, you don't save it. Once you, what happens is one glass falls, people try to save it. The whole, That's the it. whole tray goes. Yeah. Tom, one of my first, let it just fall. Let the, let the one fall and then it'll just be one. This is actually great advice. Tom, for, for you newbies that are out there chasing dreams, <laughs> trying to pay the bills, trade pass trying to, champagne, trying to finance your artistic endeavors. Also holding but, it like this, holding a tray like this, it gives you a lot more control and like balance. And it's, it's fun. It's like a nice, it makes it like interesting. Tom, I did yeah. take a tray and go like this. And go like this. Start playing with it a little like bit. This. Yeah. I remember Spin one of my it. first catering jobs, Tom. Um, I was working for Louis Vuitton at yeah. the Louis Vuitton store in Beverly Hills. Fucking yeah. Rodeo Drive. You know, um, and the first time I tried to go up a flight of stairs with a tray of eight glasses of champagne, I tried to save that one, man. It was wobbling. Yeah. And then I, all of them came crashing down. And it's exactly it how it happens. It's fucking humiliating. <laughs> how much so, trouble do you get in for that? They don't no, get in. It's, no, it's like almost so, expected. They were so cool about it. Wow. Well, well, there was this one wedding where I saw this guy. Um, this was a really stupid idea. But they were tr- tr- holding trays of wine when people walked in to the wedding reception mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think it was the reception. Yeah. And uh, the bride was like, I guess, on the right side. And that's where they had red wine there. Ugh. And there was like a mistake. And somebody spilled like the red wine on her dress right as she walked in the reception. The bride? And, yeah. Ooh. And literally like that guy just like, he literally just left. Yeah. They're like, you should go. I would have yeah. ran. Yeah. He like, he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And then he literally like ran. Left. <laughs> to pump. Hey, Pumptainies. What was your favorite dish? I mean, uh, before we move on, yeah, a lot of good memories. 10 years is a hell of a run for any restaurant. I didn't Um, eat there very often, but I had the steak. It was amazing. Yeah, the steak was good. The potatoes were nice. No disrespect, but the the fish and chips were like top notch. And we have them at our brunch at TomTom now, and I get them once in a while. But dude, it's like if you have any obligations for the rest of the day and you're going into a coma... Yeah. Yeah. You don't eat the fish and chips and then, you know, go hiking at Runyon. (laughs) You could. Or, like, you know, maybe perform a sold out show at the Canyon Club. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Anyways, she knew my name. Gaga (laughs) knew my name. Any other good stories from Pump or or fond memories? I have a question. Yeah. Because I I feel like, as fans of the show and viewers, the biggest thing from pump with you obviously is when you did bartend and then you left and had your panic attack what was the trigger what was it that went from i am bartending now to i i have to physically leave i can't be in the space it was weird it's like as we were opening first of all i wasn't 
and I'll take responsibility. I'll take radical accountability. I, I, I didn't train properly. What um, what did on, you not on, train on the uh, POS system? Okay, um, they had them. They had them in there like three days to try on different outfits, but train them on the POS <laughs> system for like literally half a day. Well, no, that, listen. Also, <laughs> I had some scheduling issues too because we're filming the show, and I have an my my top obligation is to the show. Yeah, of but course. I was a real employee, and I was really going to bartend there. But also, I don't know what it was about that night. It was like this sort of <sighs> culmination of being in the business since I was sixteen. And I don't know what it was about that night. It just, I was like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. I was like, I don't want to bartend tonight. I'm over it. And I know that's like, you never, you never walk out on your squad like that. But yeah. also the guy at the time, I told him, I was like, I, 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 but he's a great dude, but he was under a lot of pressure too. But I was like, can I just take 10 minutes right now? I got to regroup. Give me 10 minutes. I promise I'll come back and I will knock it out of the park. Cause I was, I started, I was getting short of breath. I was yeah. having a oh, bit of geez. a panic attack wow. out of the blue. And he's like, no, if you leave now, don't come back. And I was like, all right, I'm not fucking coming back. And I didn't. I, and I felt so good. Oh, my good. God. It felt liberating. He said when they opened up the gates for pump, everybody like just screamed and then started just like charging the bar. No, no it was great. Yeah, but there, when there you first a- open a place, when you first open a place, uh, like Villa Blanca first opened, I remember like when, I think it was um, when St. Felix first opened. But like... You know, places I've worked when they like opening, there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of kinks that have to be worked yeah. out. Yeah, Tom, totally. Tom first open, like the bartenders went through a lot. Like it's, it's like growing pains. There's yeah. just a lot of things. It's like, oh, where like you just run into a situation where we are like, you're just like, whoa, like we don't have this big fucking thing that needs to happen like close by like does somebody and people just look around and like no, like it like things like that, like oh shit moments. And they're very overwhelming, especially when, you know, you're in the mix and there's tons of people coming at you and they're very amped up. But everybody wants that first drink, yeah. that first drink, like right away. Mm-hmm. And especially when they're like waiting, like there were people like probably waiting in well, line for like some eye rolling. And I felt you could feel it. It's and you know, you know, honestly, you know what <sighs> planted a seed of anxiety or a seed of doubt? I was feeling pretty good, actually. And early, like maybe like an hour before we opened the floodgates, yeah, the iron gates, dude. I broke a glass in the ice, so when that happens, oh. you have to burn all of the yeah, ice, take the all of it out. And from that moment on, I, I never kind of regained my composure. You never came back from that. Yeah, I never. Really mm. You just unfortunately I, that shit happens. Yeah, when you through experience, like I've bartended so for so long and like and high like high volume places, clubs, whatever. You just got to like, people are going to say shit. They might roll their eyes, whatever. You say like, hey, I had this just happen. I'm going the best I can. I'm going as fast as I can. Yeah. And you just do it. You knock it, you, you knock it out, you get it done, and then you, you keep going. And you can only go as fast as you can. Like, you know, I would be working at Sir, And, you know, in the restaurant bar, you just got tickets spilling out because everybody gets sat initially at the first time. Two raspberry mojitos, one pineapple mojito, one one Sir Cosmo, two glasses of this wine, a bottle of this that you got to go find over at the wine cabinet. Mm. You know, two uh, extra dirty martinis with uh, blue cheese olives that you got to stuff. Like all these things, and and just so you know, like all these drinks are muddled, like big pinkies. All of them are all muddled. So you're sitting there muddling all these drinks, and you and then you got people coming up to you and wanting to start a tab and like order drinks from you, and so. It gets very, very 
overwhelming, you just got to go as fast as you can. You know, that's yeah. all it is. That's all you can do. Yeah, one ticket at a time. Just do up, it. You start doing them in like order of like, you do the easy ones first, you put the wine glasses up and you knock those out right away. People are ordering, you You have to pour all the sodas too. There's nowhere, like sodas come from the bar. Mm. So you, even the Diet Cokes you got to do. And that's just like, shh, like, <laughs> come on, hurry up. You like, everybody always shakes the fucking thing, like <laughs> thinking it's going to come out faster, like it's ketchup. I've seen that before. Yeah. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> and somebody orders a water, you're like, come on, come on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, anyways, I, I honestly, I stand by, I know it looks flaky, um, in the moment, but I needed to do it. It was liberating. And it was like, an, I, I keep saying I was, it was kind of an existential moment. I just was like, I don't want to fucking bartend anymore. Not, not knowing the computer system is, I just was like, I don't want like to do it. That is majorly overwhelming. If you don't know the yeah. computer system, oh, of course place, it's I like, know. I kind of knew it, but yeah, anyways, um, I feel like I redeemed myself that night. Although there was very low stakes, so all I had to do was hand out free shots that I concocted beforehand. When? At pump. At oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, man. Well, it was a great moment. It's an iconic moment on the I show. Made, um, I made some uh, watermelon tequila. I made fresh pineapple tequila shots, and I made my signature um, pink Starburst with oh, nice. fresh I love watermelon, those. honey, and a little bit of citrus, vanilla vodka. That's like my go-to. Yummy. I love that one. Should we dive a little deeper into the show? The yeah, episode? let's do it. Let's do that. Um, a question that I had was, for your birthday, Tom, do you really think that Ariana was going to call the police if you did not agree? <laughs> if, I, I think if you would have went to like 3, 4, 5, 6 a.m., yeah. Well, even before. Cause, I would have cause, never done that. Because that's something that we even spoke about Yeah. on the show was... Like, I was like, there's no way she's going to call the police. If You should have people over. She's not going to call the police. I, I don't know. Um, I, I know that it was, you know, like at that point too, like, you know, Ariana had still not paid the mortgage um, or any of the bills. And so like, and I very much so would be like, you know, stuck in the room while she had people over however many, however late. I mean, there were days where. You know, it would be like she went she went from like not wanting to party in this house to like not ever wanting anyone over at this house to like literally having tons of people over all the time. And I get it. That's fine. As a buffer. It, yeah. But no, sure. but like but like partying, like having dance parties in the living room to like three, four in the morning. Like like it'd like, be like Monday, it's like five AM. There's people stumbling <laughs> around laughing on the stairs, like literally I have to like be up in hours. And, uh, and that's why you got the, the white noise machine. Exactly. And, and also because... Psychological warfare yeah. initiated. Yeah. And also, I, also I had the white noise machine because literally I would have a conversation with like Adam, my publicist or my manager. And then like some one of Ariana's friends or something would overhear it. And then I'd literally see in press a source close would literally be saying verbatim what I said. Oh, my God. So it was like... I had to get that white noise machine because I was getting, there were a lot of ears on me. I think she said that facetiously, the psychological, but I think it was actually a, a nice courtesy because I think you want to, you want to limit your interaction as much as possible yeah. while you're figuring out how you're going to move forward with the house. Yeah. And also, she doesn't want to hear your voice. You probably don't want to. Yeah, I don't want yeah, to feel sure. like I'm listening to her like yeah. when she's, when she's down here talking, like I want her to feel like she's 
private and i would basically just go from my room to the gym and then come downstairs and ariana would mainly be like down here and then upstairs for the most part and that was it and i thought it was really funny too like when james we can get into other james things but i just thought of it uh when james came to the birthday party and he's talking about like who are these people like those are my friends you know they just might not be cast members on vanderpump rules but they're still real people and not strangers like he James knows Brett Kenyon because it's was Raquel's best friend. Like they rode together to San Diego. Like, or uh, yeah, like yeah. Well, you know, James just talks a lot of shit. But <laughs> just felt, I think he felt you know these people. <laughs> Wait, we gotta go back to the. I think the white noise machine is interesting, um, because yeah, like I said, I think it's a courtesy. But you know, it, throughout history, sound has been weaponized. As a torture instrument, it sure does. Oh yeah, it has been used for like uh, interrogation techniques. Uh, yeah, and um, I that that's not what was going on here, but like if, if they some... use sound in our headphones as an interrogation tactic on special forces. There was that, like there was like that's... mind melting, like wow 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 wow, and then like d- the dial up sound and like all these fucking yeah. But white noise is like put you, it's like nice to put you to sleep. It's it literally, like, yeah, literally put I, you I to know, sleep. But I'm just I'm going in a different direction, Tom. If someone actually <laughs> if Ariana actually wanted to inflict mental torture or break you not ariana anybody what song would they have to play on repeat dude dina dina, dina deadly dina, dina deadly <laughs> dude can you, can you imagine by the way no disrespect it's a great fucking theme song it's just triggering it's an for us Could, it, having to hear it 24 7 for like a week straight you would snap yeah i would snap what about like shout I'd rather hear that one, but yeah. Wait, what song? How about how about how about like? Cause I'm happy. Imagine like how about how about crash test dummies? Once there was this girl who yeah, that's an got into an accident and went in a murder. I think that would break me. Yeah, that, it's really bad. That's an annoying song for sure. Yeah. What? I don't know. <laughs> I could. I. Think. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I just you, you got. You guys ever play that game where like, where like you just like take turns putting like vibe killer songs on, or like just like the worst fucking songs, like. No, no, you never played that game. <laughs> I, I, I like, I've, I, I, I smoked everybody, and when we were playing it, my buddy, me and my buddy Ross have done it before, and I like literally put on that song, and everybody was like, "Oh shit, that is a really funny it. game." <laughs> or like "Runaway Train" by Soul Asylum. I gotta think of some oh, really man. bad. Have you heard songs. this thing? I don't know what the term is, so, but I think it's called like jukebox bombing. Yes. Like yes. That's into, what we do. People will go into a bar and sabotage oh, yeah. the night. They'll they'll put in like fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and play Creed. Can <laughs> I take you higher? Like twenty times. Not that it's not a great song, by the way. So much unnecessary hate on Creed, but I'm just saying. Thank no, you. that's a good song. I, I know, but if you hurt thirteen times Dude, in a somebody row, somebody put on torture. the top. Somebody somebody jukebox bombed uh, the um, the Foxfire Room the other day with uh, the the top gun theme played like three times. <laughs> uh, I might have been going through something, Tom. <laughs> I was accused of Jude Box bombing actually once. 
Um, and it was really embarrassing. <laughs> I was at our, um, a friend's wedding after party and I knew the groom was really into country. So I went to their after party and I, I got there like when as part of the earlier group that got there and I put in, I was like, bam, like country song, country song, country song. And it started playing. And the uh, bride came over to me and she's like, Hey, stop playing all that country. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> it was like really embarrassing. <laughs> I was like, I sw- I just like, Oh, I know. Like he likes all these songs and I thought you did too, but it was, she's just yeah, like, like, stop it now. Maybe she's more into like cyber goth. Like Apparently, or something. And yeah, like, definitely not that country. Like, just, like that's her thing. His is oh, country. Yeah. Hers no. is like cyberpunk. No, that after party, that was it. <laughs> no more country on there. Yeah, I, I was uh, this. This had me thinking about like yeah, jukebox bombing and songs not to play at weddings. I tried to go back and find my list of songs I didn't want playing at my wedding. Hold on a sec. Oh, well, you know what? A classic one is hand. You know, hands up, baby, wait. hands up. Me and Katie's wedding. Um, wait. Songs. You had a list of songs I can't play. I can yeah. tell you the ones that they wouldn't be able to play. Which which one? The ones that I like because my dad used to DJ weddings, and I'm like, you're not gonna play Tootsie Roll, Money, Money, Money. Uh, I don't want to mark no yeah. shout no um, shout that's as the brothers uh, icon yeah yeah of course but like no old time rock and roll no um, tootsie roll no um, what's that what's that song where it's like uh, two oh, steps one time I, I just two steps one time oh yeah um, dude you're not Chris you Krause, do, everybody cha cha slide yeah you don't want to play lo- I'm gonna uh, lose my mind up in here no brown eyed girl please no for the love girl. of god <laughs> don't play brown eyed girl you're not gonna play don't play YMCA don't play the love shack don't play love shack <laughs> yeah um, alright that's pretty good that's 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 uh let's pivot <laughs> let's get a little dark no, but um <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Kiss by Prince. That's. These are all songs you hear at, like every wedding. Yeah. I love when I spontaneously hear like Kiss by Prince if I'm driving in the car, but at yeah, a wedding, but not at a wedding. It's like no. you hear it in every wedding. I know, man. Brown eyed girl. No oh, brown eyed girl. That's a rough so one. many weddings. And it's always the groom or like the Gigi being like, hey, Mark, this one goes out to your brown eyed girl, Susan, brown eyed girl. Oh. It's like always so like douchey. Yeah. By the way, great song. It's just over too much of a good thing. It becomes torture. Yes. Right? Yes. After, because I've bartended and I've catered so many weddings. When I hear brown eyed, it's an yeah. instrument of torture. Oh yeah, yeah, but the crowd like loves it. The no. wasted crowd. Oh, the wasted one. I when we played our first wedding, it was so weird being at a wedding and not really like drinking and kind of working at a wedding. I've never really done that before. But the crowd I wasn't drinking during that time. I remember. Yeah, I was my first birthday not drinking too. Like in like since I was what? Oh yeah, that was around that time. But it was just weird because they were like so drunk at that wedding. And I yes. remember playing and being like, whoa, like this is just such a different experience. Like they were just like wasted. Yeah, they were. And you're like the hell at a wedding. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. It just was. I had a top hat on. I remember. <laughs> I had a fucking top hat on. You were I very was fancy. Like, I was like really nervous because I'm like, are you sure they want to? Because like we, you know, we have a list of songs. They gave us songs to learn and we yeah, learned them. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, we did, uh, which 
Bob Seger. Yeah. Hollywood some, Nights. Yeah. Hollywood Woo. Nights. That song is kicks, Yeah, that was a dude. good song. We should maybe play that again. Yeah, yeah. That was that yeah, that was we so should at fun. least record it. Yeah, for sure. Um so yeah. Hollywood Nights, we learned that one. Um Hollywood Dreaming. California Dreaming. Sorry. Uh California Stars. California Stars. Yeah. But yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Was- um so back to the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so uh what else you got? Well, I mean, <sighs> Jason though has a list of some stuff. Oh, yeah, no, so but make you, sure you're, you make sure you're close enough to your mic. Oh no, I know. I, I was just thinking. No, I was. I just watched the episode. Um, I was thinking, as sweet as it was, it was bit, not bittersweet, but I, I was so happy for James and uh, uh, Ali about you know buying their new house. Yeah, oh absolutely. yeah, me too, me too. And the, yeah, it's very cool, exciting. Beautiful location, but I, I gotta be honest, it hurt a little, man. It reminded me because it's like. Yeah. Once you become a homeowner, there's like a sense of accomplishment or pride associated with that. Yeah. It just feels good to come home to your own and be the, you know, the king of the castle, not have to deal with neighbors. Uh, neighbors, if you hear this, I love you, but <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to go backwards, you know? Yeah. It stings the pride a little. Yeah. Um, but I'm just, I'm grateful to have a roof over my head and I'm okay. It's fine. I, I'll buy a house again someday, but yeah, I, was, I just miss having, I miss having a pool and a hot tub. I know. I'm just awesome. pulling up in my driveway, just hopping out, and um, yeah, man, it's hard. To, it's hard to have a nice crib in LA and then go backwards. Yeah, yeah. no, and that's relatable for a lot of people, I bet. What else? Yeah, yeah, Jason. What else you got there? No, I just I was gonna talk about the birthday party, and obviously, James. Well, we spoke about that a little bit. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was uh, definitely interesting. Um, I didn't know that he peed on uh, mine and Ariana's bushes. <laughs> well, I like how he asked if that was illegal to pee on someone's <laughs> bushes. Funny, though. As if that it was very, very funny, but it's as if like... <laughs> oh, I'm not going to lie. That I peed on those be. bushes at least six so times. So have I, dude. I get out we of the pool. We all pee outside, but I, go, I don't I think go, it's legal. I get, out of, I, like, I get out of the pool. <laughs> I, I get have a little bush. Oh, I have a designated pee Yeah, bush me too. Side. I, I get out of the pool and I don't want to go running inside to use the bathroom, so I pee on on the in the bushes on the side of the house. Oh yeah, absolutely. So many times, so many times. When you invited him to your birthday, <laughs> when you invited him to your birthday, did you have any indication that it would go that way? No. Do you you thought it would? In fact, I like I, I you could tell I was a bit thrown off initially before I went and talked to him because I was like I invited him to come and just chill and relax. Yeah. I, I thought, yeah, we would probably talk at some point, but I was like, Yeah, come on in and like grab like have a drink or what I know he doesn't drink, but like, you know, have a drink, chill, like whatever and, and Yeah. And just like, you know, hang out and yeah, maybe we'll chat. And it's like No, I got Allie waiting in the car and I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. He's like, yeah. Like, like he showed up. He's like, yeah. Like, what do you want? Like that. And I was like, I was like, oh, oh, it's like that. Okay. All right. So then I, you know, went and talked to him and it didn't go well. Yeah. Um, It wasn't that bad. No, maybe it wasn't that bad. No, it really wasn't that bad. It It happened quickly. Yeah. And it's to be continued. So we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. But it, no, no. There have been way bigger fights. Yeah. But it, it just happened. It did happen very quickly. 
And because um, I, I remember, I think what I think yeah. one of the reason why I was bothered by that whole situation is because you know, back in the day, you know, it wasn't ten years ago, you know, like James did do way worse in a sense, and I never called it the ultimate betrayal. The ultimate betrayal is to Ariana, obviously, and but like you know, I eventually got over it, and in fact, started just going to bat for him, helping him out, like you know just because just yeah. because i would feel bad about him getting ganged up on and pi- dog piled on and stuff and, and his he, point and, and, yeah. and even like when it happened to me you know he dog piled on to me and it just was like wow like you can't like return the favor at all and then you know also i understand why he was upset you know he was engaged to raquel and you know during that time i just you know my world was falling apart and he's just like sending me like manic fucking insults like to my about me my family whatever and i'm just like dude I, I don't have time to deal with this like literally like my world's crumbling you know and so i i should have dealt with it and i felt bad about that um, right well I, I thought it was really sweet when he did say like he lost his big brother or, you know something like that because it does show how he felt about you you know and that's something you know that's really special yeah. When you look at someone as your big brother, someone you really love. Yeah. I mean, James and I are, we're friends, but like there's times where we go like two months without talking to each other, like, and seeing each other, you know, months. Yeah. And so like, it's not like we're like BFFs hanging out every day, like calling each other every day. Like it's just not the way a relationship we have. Yeah. You know, we sometimes have done work together and stuff like that. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you probably nowadays maybe hang out with James more than I do. But like, it's been kind of years of that. So mm. I don't know. To me, it felt a little bit like, OK, so you're going to like say this. You know, I have I've had somebody like within three weeks call me their best friend. You know what I mean? Like. But like and then and, and then like used it against me as like a guilt trip type. Ugh, thing. Weird. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I, you know, I looked at you as my best friend. It's like, I've known you for three weeks. Yeah, I just met you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, your best friend you know Strong words. Yeah, yeah. strong <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also um, thought it was interesting how I'm bringing it back to when Ariana was talking with Lala. And I think she was looking for Lala to, like, automatically agree with her about not letting you have your birthday party at the house. Mm-hmm. And she, and Lala, I, it seemed like she was a little bit defending you a drop. Yeah, I know. And I was like, wow. I, uh, I like that. I yeah. Was, uh, speaking of Lala, she... She did not. She did not hit the mark with the on emo night. <laughs> in what, in <laughs> in what out, way? In, out in her outfit. <laughs> Lala has had a history of like missing the mark when it comes to outfits. Like I, I remember like my seventies uh, roller party. She showed up as a boxer with boxer trunks <laughs> and like gloves on. She still slays. No, no that's, that's the great, thing though. Like, still slays. That's the thing. It's great, but like I've seen her show up to like you know where it's like cocktail attire and like leather pants and a leather jacket you know but it works for lala i mean it's just it's just funny to me like it's like she like it's very uh 
She, had, she was. I thought she was going to like a Lady Gaga themed party. <laughs> <laughs> she somehow makes it work, though. Yeah, she really. When she does her own thing, she does her own thing. Yeah, it's great. She yeah, it's great. Just you know, this didn't seem on the theme. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's you do such a when you do on theme, you really do an on theme. I really so it's hard to, to keep it. up with you when it comes to a theme. Yeah, I'm just like somewhat. You know what I mean? Like I'm. You don't know, gotta like you know have a costume built by a designer you know <laughs> yeah you're just like yeah throw on some like black eyeliner yeah for emo night some, like, little, just let your bangs go a little bit yeah some like chalks with some, some black skinny jeans leather jacket yeah some stripes tie, yeah you know spray that hair hairspray the weirdest thing is like i was that was me growing up yeah i didn't have to dress up for that you should see my pictures like my middle school picture i had of like a faux hawk, like a I wore the things like the cuff, like the, the cuffs cuff. with like the studs. Yeah. Oh yeah, like that was real. Oh yeah, real emo phase. I went through an emo. I mean, I did recently in the past two years. But not <laughs> inwardly, not. Oh no. Oh boy, you should see some of my pictures. Yeah. Oh boy. I definitely, I definitely had my moments. Yeah. Where I'd wear like Oof. a lot of black and white stripes and like, you know. Like the patches, like the two, pat two oh. two studded black belts. Oh my god! Yeah, them, all studded. Yeah, and I'd wear I'd have like patches on, but I wouldn't have them like put on like normal. I'd have them like um with uh safety pins. Oh on. yeah. Oh man, it was a. You're hardcore, dude. It was a weird scene. You're yeah. fucking hardcore, bro. <laughs> it was, hey, yeah, listen, it was pretty cool back then. Have you guys ever been divorced? Because after you get divorced, night is emo night. No, nice. Yeah, you mix in a little tequila. Oh, you cry max a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, dude. Oh, I thought we were riffing for a second. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, the old cry max. Oh man. Oh man. Well, no. Uh, no. So. I think I'm gonna- yeah. <laughs> what time is it? I better get out of here. I got a roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see how, how far we've got. I didn't think I didn't think Ariana was going to call the cops. I just I thought it, I. I think it was. Um, I think. Make sure you're close to your mic. Sorry. First of all, it sucks for Anne to have to be in that position. Well, it, it's a it's a unfortunate situation for Anne to have to relay uh, communication. And she really made it look awkward. Like every time you talk to her, she's like, "Hey, uh, Tom." Um, I, so Ariana <laughs> she was so said, if you have people over, she's going to call the cops. <laughs> she, she would, she would, she would tell you exactly, you know, she would relay the message clearly, but you know, sugarcoating it a little bit. Okay. Uh, um, okay. She would, <laughs> That's she my like, invitation. She would be like, yeah. she um, hates you and wants you out of the house, but she put her little like sprinkles on top, you know? Mm-hmm. Tom, were you really going to get Ariana Hotel? Which, if she agreed to it, would you have really done it? I, I yes, I was like gonna get her like I mean like a really sick hotel. What happened? She was like, I want to go to the Four Seasons. Yes, for the weekend. The weekend? Oh, okay. You're like the sure. Month. If you want to get out of here for the weekend, that would have been worth a, like that would have been worth you know the few thousand dollars that cost. Yeah. Oh my god. But like I was gonna put her in like a sick place that like yeah. her, and her friends could like go hang out at like it, like some place that had like. It was more like a suite with like a cool area, hangout area. And like, sure. Like, cause like, like basically a, a nice like staycation. Totally. You know? No, I get that. I feel like, yeah. 
I, I people, um, I feel like you guys, ha- so I, for the most part, have handled it pretty maturely, unconventionally, maybe staying in the house longer than people, yeah, could understand why you. But it's like, dude, there's 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 some forces working against you here, and the market being a terrible time to yeah. probably sell, a uh, terrible time to have to do a cash out refi. Uh, yeah, you know, end up paying yeah. double what you're paying now. If you know, and, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah. I feel like for the most part, you know, on some level, I can respect that you guys were able to stay under the same roof and just, you know, mind mind your business, stay out of each other's way. Yeah, I think it shows maturity. I know it wasn't ideal for either of you, but um, I, I, people love asking me about that. Like, what do you think about that? Isn't there that were t- weird? there were like, times. Well, if it's okay with them, it's okay with me. Yeah, there were times. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like people are like, why are you still? It's like, why are you so worried about it? People are like, yeah. Why, how can you? And I'm like, it's it's very easy. Like, I have seen couples get divorced and still live in the same house, like for years and years and years and years. Literally, like I did three months. And it was and, fine. And like, also- there's people like that do that all the time. And in fact, it's like I'm like, you know, further away from her than like you are to your neighbor. You know what I mean? Like. If there's a lot of separation and as well as like, you know, I remember there were times where I'd be like down here, like heating something up and she's like going through mail. Like we're in the same like room, basically. Yeah. Wait, wait, we're, not, wait, wait, we're not talking. We're not like when whatever. When you came downstairs, is the white noise machine portable? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it's portable. You would bring it with you when you came downstairs? I have it. Do you guys want to see it? Yeah, bring it out. Sure. Wait, is he, I don't know if you're joking right now. Oh my gosh, guys, this brings back like so many uh, horrible memories. Uh, yeah, like well, let's memories. hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear the old girl. Power on. <laughs> wow, that's a good one. It is. You'd be surprised. You know, I got this. I got this idea because uh, the <laughs> couples therapist that we went to, Ariana and I went to, she had a white noise machine outside her uh, office. Ah, so you can so hear what's going on there. Room, you don't, you can't hear like what they're talking about. Yeah. By the way, I did the same. Well, I got one for my dogs because um, they hear people walking by my apartment door. Yeah, and, and, and if they drop packages off, so I have a white noise machine that I keep by our front door at all times, and it's worked wonders. Oh, that's really smart. Yeah, they they bark ninety percent less. <gasps> My son sleeps with a white noise machine. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, great. It, it reminds him of the womb. The womb of Kimmy's vagina. Oh, that's yeah, great. That's we what, were yeah. We, we call were, him old crowner. Old crowner. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Kimmy's vagina sounds like. <laughs> Wow, I noticed. I, I was wondering what that was coming from when, yep. we, when we were around. Yep, that's her. That's great. That's it. We try to emulate that same type of feeling um, when you go to the bathrooms at Schwartz and Sandy. That's actually. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. like a, a, a sound, sound bath. Escape, but um, yeah, it actually didn't work uh, last week. But uh, I, think I always figure it out. I know. Well, anyways, it's really cool. I was, gonna, <laughs> I've been doing a rainstorm recently, but I think um, we'll probably chill in the rain, given that it's we're in the midst of. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're in the rain right now. Yeah. I could hear it. That's awesome. I love it. A to be continued on an episode. I mean, that's uh, that's spicy. It's dramatic. It's very dramatic. Our show is dramatic. 
you do have a dramatic show. The conversation with me and Schwartz, man, I still, that was like. It wasn't that bad. That was pretty. That was, dude, we, you said, I said, you, the part where I say, are you still going to stick by me? Or like, or something. And you're like, I'm going to stick by myself. Or something you said, like, it was yeah. pretty, pretty well, dude, fucking I had the, I had cold. The, I had my whole, dude, I know, but you got to remember that. No, of course. I, I'm I, just I saying so, we've never been like that. It all, most of it stemmed from the business. It's like having your life turned upside down and when you did nothing, it sucked, you know? It was a bummer. And it had yeah. Yeah, anyways, we'll keep it going. I know. There. No, I know it was. It sucked, and I totally so understand. Bad, like, it so bad. I was just saying that, like, I totally see your point of view 100%. I, I just um, was, it just was crazy to watch because we've never been like that, you know? Except we've, for that one time when you thought you weren't going to be invited to a birthday party. No. Wait, that's the wrong one, Schwartz. <laughs> that's the it big one. It was a birthday just, party. Sorry, <laughs> No, it wasn't a birthday party. It was that you and Katie had a Christmas party and you didn't invite me. Well, you were going to be invited. We canceled it, but we were, yeah. You had it. You were going to, we didn't have it. You had a full party. No, we didn't. No, we were going to have it and we canceled it and I hadn't, and then not invited you yet. Anyways, it's boring. That was recently? Not recently. It was so long ago. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It was was like two years ago. having people over anyways, and then he basically, like, he didn't invite me, and then then he, the thing that got us in the fight was that he didn't think it was that big of a deal, and I was like, no, I hurt my feelings. (laughs) Damn. That's all right. Well, Schwartz, also, you got your... Not your tarot cards, right? Your your astrology read? How do you you put it? Triple Libra. What is it? Core Libra. Whoa. Fucking yeah. proper hardcore. Just Libra. pleasing people every day, all day. When she read you, when Allie read you, did you feel like it was a lot of bullshit, or you felt no, like it was like it, so no, real? See, it resonated with me as she was speaking to me. You pleasing know? people all day. Shorts is really good at pleasing me. You Dude, should have him please you. you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, you should have him please it you. It was awesome. <laughs> okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Allie's the real deal. I, I honestly, I was in a moment. I was, I, I loved it, uh, and yeah. Have you been back to to no. her or to somebody else no, to I think redo? It's an annual thing, right? You or, go like know, once a year. It, I don't know. It's like a checkup. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, it's like a physical. <laughs> yeah. Like colonoscopy? Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. I think uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And uh, yeah. Well, but uh, did she say you're too much of a people pleaser? Did, yeah. Did, are you pleasing yes. people less? She said now? it was going to be uh, the 2020. I think she said 20, late 2023, 2024 was going to be lucrative for me in terms of business. Very okay. rewarding. That's good. She said, I need to. They can tell a, all that by the planets, huh? Make a conscious Jupiter, decision to. Stop uh, pleasing people. Wait, this is really? boring. I'm dying, you guys. <laughs> no, Wait, I, also, I wanted I to say a shout out to, to speaking of astrology and whatnot, it reminded me that Brett Kenyon, that guy that James, whatever, anyways, uh, at my birthday, he got me a psychic or medium, a medium reading, Whoa. which I want to go do because I'm not very convinced uh, that, about that stuff. Um it's nice to go in there with an open mind, though. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I promised him he might even come with me. Go there with an open mind. Um, the Hollywood mediums, I'm very skeptical of. Yeah. I, I wish they would let me bring a friend there. I get to choose. I'm not going to tell them. I get to show up with that friend. They get so they can't prepare at all before. 
they meet them. They can have five minutes in the room with no computers and meet that person that I bring and then do the reading. Then I would be very impressed. Which yeah. one? Which Hollywood medium? No, any anyone. Of like the ones that have a TV show? Yeah, anyone. Well, didn't you do that? Yeah. And did you feel like it was real? Mm. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like nothing. I think. Yeah. There's a lot of questions that get asked and then they edit it down. It's like they're yeah. there for like an hour and it's like they show like 10 minutes of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of techniques and what questions they ask. and They always ask questions. They make you answer it. And then they make you basically fill in the blanks. Yeah. I think there are some people with some, like hyper-empathetic capabilities that have yeah. some antennas that we don't have. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of sh the charlatans out there, too. I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not saying the Hollywood media. No, I'm not either. At all, by the way. I'm just saying. I, yeah. I'm not either. I'm just saying that, yeah. like. I don't want to, you know, I just. I'm open-minded. It didn't turn me into a believer at all. I'd like to get a psychic reading. Yeah. I had one when I was young and it fucked me up, although it was positive. Whoa. It stuck with me and then I kept, I, I kept going through hypothetical scenarios in which I don't like follow through or manifest that. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy once you hear it. I guess it is kind of happening now, actually. Uh-oh. But in a good way. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Great. Love that. Man. She was sweet, man. She was beautiful. She just like kind of appeared out of nowhere. I was living in Orlando for like three months. Wow. She came up and grabbed my hand. She's like, do you want a palm reading? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and she did it. And then she told me something and I asked her a few questions. I was like, what's the one thing that stuck out? That I, she don't say, I, I, I don't say it anymore. I'm oh, okay. Wow. That's spooky. No, it's okay. It was a good thing. I just don't like it. I think if you say it out loud, it's like going to somehow not come true. Okay. Then don't say it. I'm not yeah, saying don't it say ever. it. I don't think I've ever told anybody in my life. Yeah. Wow. Spooky. So good so far. Yeah. So far, so good. <laughs> professional juggler. <laughs> yeah. It's a juggler. Dr juggler. <laughs> professional juggler. Yeah, just, think it means you get paid to juggle. I'm up to three balls now. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. I'm still at two. Yeah. Uh, wow. I had never seen that music video that Sheena did in 2019. Oh my god. Sheena, respectfully, I know you probably hear this. I but know, but like, dude. It was so <laughs> it was egreg it was egregious. That's so aggressive and like the so threat. just like <laughs> it was sexual. It almost seems like a parody of itself. <laughs> no, it does. I don't know. But I like Sheena's attitude. She's like, you know what? I <laughs> I had an epiphany. I was like, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not destined for stardom in the music industry. <laughs> Maybe I'm not the best singer, but people love a, a, a reunion tour. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. And yeah. Maybe she's back at it. No, I know. I Her love the that 27s. She's in the it's great. Dude, love the 27s it. are the shit. Like, I love the Good as Gold uh, cover that they did. Yeah, it's um, great. The emo cover, I guess you would say. Yeah. Emo adjacent. Yeah. It's fucking great. And she's dropping some new ones. Yeah, man. Did you unblock uh, Summer Moon yet? Dude, of course I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she just I was just talking to her and she like, really wants to see her Instagram well, pictures and stuff. Yeah, I know. That's what seeing that video made me like that's what that's what got me to block Summer Moon. <laughs> yeah, I mean jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'm just gonna start saying like we random things like, you know, James peeing on my bushes. That's what got Summer Moon blocked. Yeah. Had to do it. Of course. Yeah. I mean, why else would you do it? <laughs> right? 
you know, I got to pee so bad. Do you have a bush open? I could just. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Go, go, go. Yeah. I can't hold it anymore. I got to go back to my dwelling. That's not a house. Oh, I love you guys. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks again for joining us for another episode of Everybody Loves Tom. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week.